Every day is filled with choices. You're here because you're choosing to start with a win. Get ready to be inspired, learn something new, and connect with the Win Nation. Coming to you from Denver, Colorado, Adam Canto, CEO of Remax, here with Start With a Win. Producer Mark, how you doing, buddy? I'm fantabulous. Fantabulous. That's you look right. good. You like a good burger, don't you? Uh, you know what? I love a good burger. I don't. I don't just like one. I love a good burger. <laughs> Who does? I mean, it's there's there's a difference between one of those where you're like, oh my gosh, that's making my mouth water, and you're just like, that was necessary. And I, I you know, the the guest we have on today is from one of those companies where you're like, oh my gosh, that makes my mouth water. So, oh I, yeah. Help me welcome to start with a win, Carl Bachman, president of Smash Burger, where he manages the company's leadership team, oversees the entire brand, which includes more than or almost 300 offices, corporate and franchise uh, operating in 35 states, uh, eight countries. Holy smokes. These guys are global. And uh, really, is it's interesting when you look at things from Carl's leadership perspective, which I want to dive into, you know, you're, you're developing employees into leaders, but you also build a world-class team to distribute a world-class, amazing product. So Carl, welcome to start with a win. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Hey, uh, by the way, Smashburger, yum. I've got one literally like two miles from my house and oh, that's love, excellent. Love that place. So you're, you're, like one of my staples. You're one of the first places I can get to here and probably one of the best I can get to around. So, so this is really cool to have you on. We're excited to have you. Um, why don't you give us a little bit about yourself? Tell us, you know, where you come from. What, what do you do for Smashburger? Well, I, I run the company now. Uh, I was a CEO for a while and then we were bought out in, uh, late 2018 by a global giant. Uh, but we are Denver proud, Denver based, uh, I live part-time in Denver. Um, I'm from New York, so I commute back and forth. Um, I've been in restaurant business since I was about 12 years old, washing dishes and working my way up. And uh, here I am now running Smash Burger. And uh, like you guys, I love a great burger. So that was an easy fix for me to, to join Smash. Um, it's, a, it's a decadent burger and we love it. So that's that's me. So here awesome. I am. Awesome. And I mean, for the, you know, all the listeners here, they know I'm in Denver too. Uh, it's the uh, Castle Rock Outlet store right down the street from my house. So this is cool. I mean, how do you balance? I mean, you've got a lot of, you know, I, I was reading your bio. You're juggling a lot of balls here. I mean, you guys have to maintain great product. You have supply chain. You have some company owned and some franchised locations. And you're trying to, it, as as a leader of a company, you got to develop your, your leadership team every day. But you also have all these stores out there you got to develop and, and employees to care about. How do you, how do you balance that from your perspective? Give me a little bit of insight into what, what does Carl Carl's day look like? Well, I, I think, I think as far as leadership and how you balance all that is it starts with treating people the way you want to be treated. It's kind of the golden rule. It's not, it's not rocket science. You know, I always say we make burgers and fries that got to be nice to people. It's kind of fifth grade math and flipping burgers and, but it's about doing it right and doing it with passion. So uh, for me, leadership is just take care of my team and uh, letting them make good decisions. And I think great leaders uh, really focus in on, on letting people support and truly support what they help create. So 
I don't dictate uh, how we move as an organization. I build a great team around me and I, I value their opinions and, and it's kind of a democratic uh, approach as opposed to a dictatorial approach. And I think it makes a big difference. And I think that's why we move quickly uh, and, and pivot with all the challenges that we have in front of us. So I think that's how we balance uh, my leadership and, and really balance my team. Uh, that's awesome. So, I mean, you, you talk about your leadership, your, uh, your team. How do you get them to build their goals into your goals as a company? I mean, that's, that's kind of a, a challenging thing. Sometimes people are like, eh, I want a paycheck and I want to go home. But those are not the types of leaders we want. We want the types of leaders who are, who are personally invested in the organization. So, uh, and this is, I guess, the squishy space in leadership, the kind of the hard part where we, we talk about how do we get people emotionally connected with our organizations? What, what things come to mind when I ask you, how do you accomplish that? Well, I think I lead with passion and excitement. I love what I do. Uh, and I think that's, it starts there. Um, and I think it's the other thing that I, I mentioned is people support what they help create. Uh, so you can dictate how you want things done, or you can ask the team to collaborate and tell me how things should be done. You know, I think when a leader thinks they're the smartest guy in the room, they're clearly in the wrong room. And I think you got to understand that and just take care of really the passion that uh, people have for what their job is. And um, my job is really to relate to all those different departments in our organization. And I like to make it sound simple, but there are a lot of moving parts to running a big organization and a growing organization. But it starts with empowering your people and giving them decision-making uh, privileges and experiences. And, and I think then they really get passionate for what they do. And I get excited when I see that. And I think that's contagious. I think that's how we deliver as an organization. Amazing. I mean, another example of, of leading versus managing and, and really harnessing that, that compassion that people have to, you know, for self-fulfillment, for doing something better and contributing to a cause. And that cause is, you know, creating great food for people. I mean, and helping the customer. That's it's pretty cool because, you know, it's, it's fascinating. You look at Carl's situation here and Carl is not, you know, he's not leading the employees, but he's leading the employees, the person making the fries, flipping the burger, things like that, that deal with the customer. But Carl has a lot of people that he has to influence moving in that direction before it trickles down to the customer. So how do you listen to the customer, Carl? How do you, how do you, how can you fit that into your leadership? Because you have to understand the customer needs and the changes in that, which obviously have changed quite a bit lately, but um, how can you do both? I think it starts with kind of one of our values in our company and, and our parent company, JFC, has a real strong set of values. And one of the, the best ones that I think has really uh, set the tone for our organization is to have the humility to listen and learn. So it starts with that. Um, don't dictate to what the consumer wants. Don't dictate to what, what, they're, what they're saying or thinking they're saying or we think they're saying. Listen to them and find out what they really, truly want. And I think there's a big disconnect there. So we, we really focus in on that. We use different platforms to listen uh, to our consumers. Uh, we collect all social media uh, comments and feedback and ideas and thoughts and inquiries. And I look at that every day. Um, and that's important to look at it every day and stay connected. Stay connected to what the consumer is telling you. Um, and then I also think when it comes down to how do you connect with the consumer directly as a president of a company, it starts with connecting with your employees. I think uh, that's important. Uh, I spend a lot of time in restaurants. Uh, all my leadership team does. 
And we just ask the questions and we communicate and listen to our teams. And that's really directs our, our kind of directs us and gives us direction into what we want to do as an organization. Um, and it's been pivotal uh, to, to react to the changing times during a pandemic, during uh, digital transformation that our industry is in. So it's so important to really listen. And I think it starts with that. If you treat your employees right and you set them you set them on a pedestal and, you know, it's kind of like an inverted pyramid. You know, most organizations, you take a pyramid and the president's at the top of the pyramid. I like to think we flip the pyramid upside down and listen to what the employees tell us. Cause if we listen to the employees, we're going to take care of the consumer and then our guests are happy. And that's the key, I think, to the organizational structure that we have. So we listen to feedback every single day. I do it every single day, every complaint, every comment, every opportunity, every Every really compliment uh, that we get, I respond to every single day and listen to every day. And that's how you really stay connected. That's, I mean, some great key points there. It's, you know, people before process and the payoff happens when you're good to the people and and you have a good process. And we know Smashburger has a good process. I want to ask you about something. You guys, uh, you guys have a loyalty program now, right? Yeah, we do. We, we, uh, we really understand that we want to, reward our guests for being being regulars and enjoying and passionate about our brand. So we have a great loyalty program. We've just relaunched a new app and website. Um, so when you're using the app, you can uh, earn and burn points in the reward program right through the app. So it makes it easier to really get credit for uh, great customers and then coming back time and time again. Uh, so it's a great program. And, uh, you know, we recognize birthdays, we recognize uh, regular consumers. We're generating a lot of technology or using a lot of technology to generate uh, trends and things that you like. So, you know, if you're a loyalty customer, we'll eventually figure out what you like and we'll offer you different programs to make sure you get that burger that you love at a good price or at a discount or maybe buy one for you every once in a while on your birthday. So loyalty can be fun. You know, it can be engaging. Um, so we're, we're really starting to use this AI technology to understand kind of the trends of our consumers and make sure we're answering and rewarding them for things that they may like. It's also interesting too, through loyalty, we can learn what, what trends are, are happening and where people are transitioning. Um, and we can also suggest new items to entice them to come back as well. So it's, it's actually kind of a fun program. It's exciting. That, that's really cool. I, I heard somebody, I don't remember who it was the other day they were talking about, you know, the ROI of investing in current customers versus those that are not current customers. You know, everybody's out trying to market to the next customer they haven't had. And really, you know, the gold mine is in your backyard. It's, it's, it's in the loyalty of those that are great customers already. You know, what's your perspective on that? Do you see a lot of companies that are starting to figure that out or, or they're missing the point? I mean, you guys really are hyper-focused on your existing customers, obviously. Yeah, I, I think it's a blend. I mean, I think it's always important to create trial and new customers, get new fans of the brand. But most importantly is to keep people happy with our brand and keep innovating so that they're interested and excited and keep the staples that they love. So the trending that we can track in our loyalty program really answers that question. What do our consumers love? Uh, I, I do think that uh, that's probably the most important thing is we want people to spread the word about Smashburger um, for us. Uh by creating an experience that's memorable. So it starts with, it starts with great product. Um, you know, during this last year, as people transformed uh, through the pandemic, we decided that our loyal guests deserve something better. You know, I always say comfort in uncomfortable times. And we really focus in on that piece of it. 
how do we make sure our guests really have an awesome experience and get to try something elevated and different and unique? So innovation, constantly uh, elevating the quality of our products, uh, certified Angus beef, high quality, always always starting with quality first. Uh, we th- really think those are the things that really uh, make the loyalty program exciting and make people want to come back. And there, that's the real return on investment strategy. How do you uh, not lose a guest because you make sure you answer their needs? And needs change. And we have to be always innovating to change with those needs. Great answer. I mean, it's I, I love what I'm hearing here. The uh, And you're saying a lot of things that, um, you know, as somebody who also runs franchising companies, I, I try to, I mean, you and I are in the same sheet of music here. We try to repeat these words over and over again to our leaders in our organization as they trickle down and they're reflected in the values and, and how you, um, you know, just create that greater experience for the, the consumer out there. What advice, you know, I, we all know somebody who owns a restaurant. We all know somebody who owns a, a business of some sort. Um, what advice do you have kind of, you know, that that's very time specific, something that's right now to deal with the the issues we as business leaders have had. Give us a few key aspects where, you know, Carl's like, hey, think about this. What are the first things you tell a leader right now to get through some of these interesting times? I think the things that I always fall on are kind of my tenets of, of how I live my life and transparency and honesty start there. Um, and, and transparency, honesty, those sounds generic, but what it means is people know exactly what we're doing and why we're doing it. And, and being honest about your products and your services and what's good and what's not good. Um, I think for leaders, you have to be introspective and you really have to look hardest at yourself and your organization and say, what do we do that's, it's okay, but it could be better. And where are we always improving? I think restaurateurs, and I've been in the restaurant business for uh, God, close to 40 years. And uh, I think restaurateurs make a lot of mistakes based on, uh, margin as opposed to based on the consumer. So they they tighten up margins. And I think that's a big mistake in the industry today. Uh, if you look through the pandemic, a lot of our competitors shrunk their menus down and less innovative products because, and they felt like the, the pandemic was a good excuse to do that. Um, and I think that was a colossal mistake. We innovated during the pandemic. We made sure we raised the quality of our products because again, comfort for people in uncomfortable times. And that's when you're going to win the war. And when you really do special things for your consumers and for your for your employees during these hard times, that would be my advice to any restaurateur today is, is elevate your game uh, because people have high expectations and constantly be elevating your game. Never sit back and be complacent. Um, restaurateurs need to constantly elevate from quality to service uh, to standards every day. Um, and, and regardless of margin, because if you don't have a top line, you can't ma- manage the middle of the PNL anyway. So you better you better focus on, on how do you drive new consumers and how do you keep your consumers happy. So it kind of ties in with your first couple of questions is elevate your game. Uh, we, we launched our uh, bacon brisket burger uh, in the middle of the height of the pandemic, and everybody thought we were crazy. Every, all our competitors were reducing menu size and contracting, and we came out with a new item. And it right now it's our number two, number three selling burger in our brand. And uh, the feedback was incredible and it drove incredible sales for us. So uh, that's how you win the war. I think when the times get tough, step up your game. I love it. Step up your game. You, you talk about menu innovation. What, what's your favorite item on the menu? I mean, you, you walk into one, I mean, you probably try <laughs> a lot of 
smash burger products, but uh, what if, if well, you clearly I love them all, right? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big guy. So uh, I always say, don't hire a skinny chef, you know, hire, hire guys that really love what they do and they're passionate about their food. But that's fine. Um, I like our classic. Uh, the bacon classic is probably my favorite, but that brisket burger really rivals it lately. Um, I'm, I'm a truest kind of cheeseburger guy. And I love that. Uh, you know, it's funny when people ask what's in our burgers, I, it's really easy to say certified Angus beef and our proprietary seasoning. And that's it, you know, and we, we smash it and, and, uh, you know, smashing a burger is an awesome part of the experience. So I always get a beef burger. I try our other products and I love them as well, but what I really love is a classic bacon cheeseburger smashed just right. You know, we sear in the flavor and the juices and we get those, what we call meat candy. And that's that Christmas on the outside of the burger. That's our meat candy. And, uh, uh, if you taste that burger juicy inside, a little crispness on the outside, um, fresh applewood smoked bacon, uh, I'm good. That's all I need. Little smash oh, fries or man. smash tots, and uh, you know I'm pretty good. So uh, that that would probably be my my passion right there is, a, is our the perfect bacon cheeseburger. Meat candy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys trademark that meat candy. That's awesome. And I I, I see you guys have backyard burger seasoning also, so we, you can make some of that at home if you don't want to get out to the smash burger locally, but, uh, that's awesome. Um, hey, Carl, I ask a question of all of the people that join us on start with a win. And I, I love this question because I mean, as a business leader yourself, you're always looking for those, those gold nuggets to share with your leaders. And this is your chance to share a gold nugget with our leaders here. So Carl president of smash burger, how do you start your day with a win? Well, I always start my day with a good breakfast, solid breakfast, because I need energy. And, uh, you know, some people read the news or have light reading. I, I read guest feedback. <laughs> so I want to know what my consumers are telling me. I want to know how guest experiences were last night or this morning. You know, we serve breakfast now in a lot of restaurants. So I, I want to know. Uh, so for me, it's really simple. A great breakfast. I sit down, and have a nice breakfast, and I make sure that I understand the feedback from the last 24 hours from our consumers. And I, of course, look at sales because who wouldn't? And uh, those are two of the two most important things for me is, is that. And then uh, during the pandemic, we knew we had to pivot the business fast. So how do we start with the win was simple. We put together what we call the uh, BCP call. And that's my leadership team. And it's a business continuity plan call. And during the height of the pandemic, that was seven days a week. So every morning we started and we all as a leadership team discussed how yesterday went and how tomorrow was going to go and how today was going to go. And things that it took six months before we could do in six days, um, pivoting our business, digital transformation, those kind of things became really important. So that's how we've been winning. So a lot of energy in the morning, understand your feedback, you know, know the results from the day before, and then focus on today. And uh, that's what we've been doing. And it's been very successful over the last uh, year and a half or so. Oh, great answer. Carl Bachman, president of Smashburger, some great leadership tips there. Carl, you and I are going to have to meet up at one of your uh, places locally here in Denver and grab a burger. Absolutely. I love it. Let me know. Thanks for being on Start With a Win. We really appreciate all that you do, your values, and being just a, a great business leader in our community. So thank you. Thank you. 
Hey, and thank you so much for listening to Start With a Win. Uh, if you'd like to ask Adam a question uh, or tell us your Start With a Win story, head over to 888-581-4430. Don't forget to go on to iTunes and subscribe, write a review, and rate the show. And for more great content, head over to startwithawin.com. And until next time, start with a win. Start with a win.